Welcome to This is the Day with Pastor Wade Scarborough. It is our prayer that something is said or done to make your walk through this journey called life a little lighter and brighter. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. He looks forward to walking with you on this journey together to breakthrough, victory, redemption. Pastor Wade is anointed and experienced in multiple areas of life. God uses him to have us look at our challenges in ways we may never have seen before. Now the moment we've all been waiting for, Pastor Wade Scarborough. This is the day. This is the day. This is the only day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. What's up? What's up? What's up? What up? What's up, my peoples? This is Pastor Wade with This Is The Day. Come on, y'all. It's an honor and privilege that you have taken the time out of your life to walk with me on this journey we call life. Man, I know we we talk like once a week. I get it. But like, I miss y'all, man. And I just want to say to every single person out there in the United States and outside and abroad uh, that takes the time out to listen to this show, I just want to say thank you so much for all those that hit me up on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. Thank you so much uh, for uh, reaching out to me and uh, our little dialogues and the, uh, your questions and things like that. I, I really appreciate it. I'm so humbled. Uh, by that. I do not take that lightly. There is no this is a day without each and every single one of you. Definitely to all the people that have supported me to from uh, the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network uh, with uh, Frank Nitty, my man Frank Holder, Frank Nitty, and Coco B, Miss Bernadette Holder, his wife. They hold it down uh, on their gospel radio show. Thank you so much uh, for all your support. Definitely to all those, uh, my friends and family, especially appreciate uh, and love you guys uh, for supporting me and listening as well. And then those of you joining us for the very first time, listen, y'all in for a treat. I want to thank you so much because you could have been doing anything right now at this moment, but you decided to join this conversation uh, with us. And uh, listen, I don't take that lightly at all. Let me tell you what this show is all about. This conversation we about to have, we about to get to know each other a little better and hoping we widen your gates uh, and enhance your life in some way, shape or form. This uh, discussion is about discussing various topics that the church buddy does not talk about on a Sunday or at a Bible study or shut down from talking about it all together because of the sensitive nature of the subject. All of us, no matter what you think, feel, or believe, without judgment, will be not made to be feel like your feelings or opinion are not valid. And we can have, come on, y'all, that conversation freely uh, and honestly here on This of the Day with Pastor Way. Listen, I I've been trying to provoke conversations because, you know, a lot of folks like to avoid conflict and conversation. Listen, I want to have it. Let's have it out because my thing is we don't really know each other till we fight. Come on, y'all. Listen, I don't care whether you, whether you agree with me or not, or it doesn't matter. My job is to open up and widen your gaze, your perspective, and hopefully it draws you closer to God. I mean, uh, whether you're a believer or a non-believer, either way, that is that is my sole focus. I want to be an impact in your life, whether you agree with me or disagree. But it seems everybody right now, especially in this hot, sensitive climate, if you don't agree with them, oh, man, you're the enemy, you're the devil. We got people just want to control everything. Jesus, come on. The Bible is clearly saying, come let us reason together. And that's one thing that's missing in this world right now. People are not being reasonable with what they're asking or with their discussions. They're not being fair. Listen, it don't matter what it is. 
one thing about what makes me a, a, a leader is because I'm a great follower. Listen, I'll follow you, but listen, you can use me, but don't misuse me. And then also, you're just not going to be able to tell me anything, especially if it's not fair for everyone. It's got to be fair for everybody. And as you can see, everything that's going on in the world is not fair for everybody. It's one-sided. It's divisive. The, the, the virus is really not COVID uh, or, or, as they say, the renamed flu or SARS-2. It's cousin. The real virus is hatred and division. That's why we've been going through, if you just joined us for the very first time, we've had different discussions. Uh, you know, the 10 principles of a successful relationship. Then we went into how to treat one another. That is a major one. Matter of fact, go back and listen to that over and over again. I may redo another one on how to treat one another because that is something that will never go out of style is how to treat one another. Then we went from how to treat one another to how to apply your faith. And then from how to apply faith, inside of that is the disciplines of faith, which we are going through right now. So listen, there is a purpose and a reason for each and every one of these. I know a lot of you want to, uh, you, you send me subject titles and you want to talk about like, y'all want to talk about spiritual gifts. You want to talk about talents versus gifts. There's a lot of things that we are going to get to, but right now, in this moment, in this dispensation, we have got to get these disciplines of faith down because it's one thing we always talk about faith, especially in church or in any uh, if you want to say religious setting, I don't believe uh, as far as believing in God is a religious thing. It is definitely a spiritual thing because I know who God is. I do believe that Jesus, the Christ, is my Lord and Savior. That That's just me. And you may or may not believe that. And that's OK. Listen, whatever your relationship with God is, is yours. And one thing that we can't do as a church, I can't force feed you. I can't force it down your throat. And I'm definitely not going to make you wrong for it. I, I, I am thoroughly convinced. And so therefore, my job is to open up a door, a gateway and be that bridge uh, for you. That's why we have these different conversations. And we just don't have these fluffy conversations. We have those conversations where we're going to get into it, whether it be sex, whether it be relationship, business, finances, it don't matter. Whether we're talking about uh, uh, things that are going on in the world, politics, all that kind of stuff. Listen, there's always a spiritual aspect to it. We even talked about end times on here, and we're going to even go in further in depth uh, uh, in, in more conversations about end times because there's so, can y'all say so, so much involved with end times, especially in this moment right here. And you know what? Before we take off and get into it, listen, for those that are joining us for the very first time, you know uh, I, we got a thing that we do here. You know, like on the plane, when you get on the airplane, uh, they get on that little uh, speaker thing and say, listen, make sure your seat and tray tables are in the upright and locked positions. Any turbulence you feel on this plane is God just shaking at the very root. What does not belong on this plane. And for those that are sitting with somebody listening to this, or if you're in your car, and I hope you're listening with somebody, anybody that's listening on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network right now, look back with somebody and say, you ready? Look back and then say, I'm ready. Then let's go. Let's go over discipline real quick again. We have to set the tone because when you talk about disciplines of faith, what are we talking about? We are talking about an activity, exercise, or a regimen that develops or improves a skill or training. Let me say that again, y'all. It is an activity, 
It is an exercise or a regimen, you know, like when you work out, you, you constantly do that. Or when you're trying to, uh, instead of diet, uh, change your eating lifestyle, uh, you know, or people that are vegan or vegetarians, they have, uh, or even pescatarian, things like that. They doing a, a regimen, they eat a certain way. So this, that they have a, that's their discipline that they're practicing with their food to improve their skill, sometimes their body, or also like an athlete, their training, they have to be disciplined in their training. Well, faith is the exact same way. We talked about the discipline of prayer. So if you haven't heard that conversation, definitely go back and hear that one. We talked about the discipline of repentance. Repentance is, is major because that change of direction that, that instead of you're doing it one way and then you notice that it's not the godly way or the right way. So therefore you're changing your direction. You have a, a repentant heart. Also confession. Listen, having that person that, that, you can fight in. You can't confess to everybody now. Oh boy, they can't confess to everybody. But you can have those. Uh, like I have a certain group of guys that we talk, and we talk intimately about a whole bunch of things. We talk on Marco Polo every day. We're in each other's lives. Listen, we talk about intimate things, and we confess things one to another. But we don't hold it against each other. We don't judge each other. We're just ironing, sharpening iron. But what happens is because we confess to each other, we know each other's faults. What happens is now we can keep each other accountable and that's why you confess I ain't telling you to get up in front of church or in front of thing and, and confess all your business I'm not telling you that when you talk about confession the reason why you confess and talk to somebody about it is you want to hold yourself accountable because it's hard to do it by yourself that's the beauty about confession then we just finished the discipline of meditation that was major that was very exciting a lot of you enjoyed the meditation you know, because meditation is really a universal thing. It doesn't matter in what kind of disciplines, when you talk about uh, in uh, religious activities, meditation in some way, shape or form is in there. But meditation is really a, a godly thing that we're supposed to do. You're supposed to meditate it on it day and night. And now we're going to get into that discipline of fullness, y'all. That's F-U-L-L-N-E-S-S, -S, the discipline of fullness. Question for you. Is the discipline of fullness working in you? Come on now. Now, before you answer that question, let's look at what the definition of fullness is. Fullness is the quality or state of being filled completely or to the utmost capacity. Ooh, that maximum capacity. It's the quality or state of being filled completely or to the utmost capacity. Here's some principal scriptures if you want to look them up and, and, and study it on your own. Outside is, that's why I said, listen, this is, I am not the end all be all. Listen, I will never tell you I know everything. Listen, all I'm here is to give you a different perspective or widen your gaze. And always I try to, I, I will not try. I will make sure I keep things in context because I say with anybody, especially using scripture, using Bible, a lot of people, especially preachers right now, listen, and I'm a, I'm a pastor. Listen, I'm a pastor on staff, so I understand a context. I've been doing this for a while now. So I understand context when you talk about delivering uh, God's word or talking about it. So always remember, stick in context, because if you take the word text out of the word context, all you left is word left with is a con. And you don't want to be con. That is not what we do here on This Is The Day with Pastor Way. So some of those scriptures are Psalms 40 and 17, Joel 2, 26, Matthew 5 uh, and 6. Uh, 6, 33 through 34, John 3 and 5, 4, 13 through 14, and Galatians.
Galatians 2 and 20 through 21 and Galatians 5, 15 through 21. Those are just some, there's a lot more, but I'll post those later on my Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. You can always get those at Real Pastor Wade and Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. But let's look at least uh, Matthew 6, 33, 34. It says, but seek ye first. Oh boy, not seek ye second. Now seek ye third, now seek ye fourth. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So listen, y'all, when you talk about that fullness to be complete for your utmost capacity, listen, hey, I didn't say it. Jesus said this one, but seek ye first. So seek, seek ye first the kingdom of God. So seek ye first the way of God's way of doing things and his righteousness and being right standing with him. And all these things shall be added unto you. So there's a priority. There's a formula to have in your life really flow. Sometimes we like to schedule uh, God around our life, but no, we need to schedule our life around God. Oh boy, am I in trouble already? I'm going to leave that alone. Let's look at some other questions you can ask yourself about discipline of fullness. How do you exhibit a life of fullness in your daily life now? That's a great thing to think about. How can you develop the willingness to be more disciplined? A person who will realize I am filled by Jesus. Listen, that's if you accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Listen, that, hey, and am I saying, can you, can, is your life not fulfilling? I am not saying all I'm saying is Jesus came to fulfill. He came to give us life and that life more abundantly. And uh, some texts is say to the full. So, hey, you study that on your own. That is your relationship. I'm just saying, okay, don't get mad at me, but you can't get mad at me. I don't care because I still love you. Also, what blocks fullness from working and being exhibited in me is another question. How can I initiate fullness and discipline myself to carry it out? Also, the fifth question is what can I do to make fullness function better, stronger and faster, even in times of uncertainty? Listen, there are some also some negative uh, scriptures when you talk about fullness. Look at John 14, 24, or Acts 5, 3 through 9, Romans 8, 5 through 8, Ephesians 4 and 14, 15 through 17, Colossians 2 and 8, 1 Timothy 4 and 1, and James 1 and 6. The discipline of fullness, y'all, come on, means we are filled with Jesus and ruled by Jesus. For a Christian, and I hate saying Christian because Christian, y'all, is really a slang term. You know, it's like calling a black person the N-word. Yeah, oh, see, they don't like that. Now it's this, this, it's supposed to be this lifestyle, but it's really this name brand now in the world, which is really more than a brand name. Cause you know, brand names wear out. Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone. It's, it's not a practice like uh, yoga or, uh, you know, you know, uh, Buddhism and all that kind of stuff. No, this is really a lifestyle, even though some Buddhists would say the Buddhism is a lifestyle. Okay, I mean, if, if that's what you want to do. But listen, one thing about, no, I'm gonna leave that alone. I'm gonna leave that alone, y'all. I'm gonna leave that alone. For a Christian fullness, it is first seeking Christ and his work in us. So we are pursuing righteousness and all that is good as a way of glorifying Jesus as Lord. This means we are more Jesus aware and less self aware. Oh boy, that's self right there. Fullness equals personally knowing for certain 
who we are in Jesus and what he did for us at the cross that our confidence come from knowing who we are as complete in him. Listen, uh, whether you believe it or not, Jesus died for every single sin in the world, for every single person in the world. God loves each and every one of us equally. He does not uh, show favoritism, but he does show favor. Oh boy, there's a difference. He doesn't show favoritism. He will show you favor and he shows favor to people in many different ways. Everybody's favor is not at the same level and will not look the same. Oh, people don't like that. You know, because sometimes we like to covet other people's favor. Oh, boy, I wish my favor looked like that. Oh, see, see, y'all gonna get me in trouble. But listen, but hey, you know, I welcome the trouble. It's all good. Next thing, as a result, we become more disciplined in his encompassing power and his influence that has transformed us and is manifested in us. As a discipline, this means we are to live our lives complete in Jesus alone. So we display his character and call. We have access, y'all, watch this, to Jesus as we live our lives. It is not about me. I am here to serve a God who transcends me and all that I can ever know or pursue. He is bigger and better than I. He has a bigger and better plan than I. Thus, I can trust in my Lord to lead me, fill me, and use me. Listen, y'all. That's why we want to get closer to God. That's why meditation is important. That's why all repentance is important. That's why prayer is important. Listen. Anybody out there that think you can do this thing, this thing called life alone by yourself without a supernatural power, I'm, I'm just here to tell you, uh, you, you may want to rethink that. You may want to look at that. Listen, that's why I tell atheists and stuff like that. You, you may say you won't believe in God, but you, you really do. Because when something happened to you, you say, oh, my God. <laughs> I'm just saying. So even though you won't claim him daily in some in some aspects, you do believe that there is something bigger than you. You may not want to call him God. Even Gnostics don't want to call him God. But listen, there is a God. You know, some people want to call it the universe. Oh my God, I can't stand that one. The universe. Listen, there's a lot of things in the universe. There's good and bad in the universe. You better put it on the correct name of what you call him. Sure, the devil, the enemy, the evil one, the accuser. Yes, he blesses too. Man, he does. You know, you can see it in a lot of people with fame. Listen, I'm going to leave that alone uh, because it, there's a lot of stuff demonic in nature that they do. They symbolize that. They show different signs of that. And, and, and listen, we don't have time to go into that. But listen, it is the uh, God's honest truth. But God blesses as well. Listen, I would rather do it God's way and he blessed me that way. I don't want the devil's blessing because even the devil tried to tempt Jesus and take him to the top of the peak of the mountain when he was trying to fast for 40 days and 40 nights. It said the Holy Spirit led him into the wilderness to be tempted for 40 days and 40 nights. And, the and one of them, the devil, Satan himself, took him to the top and said, I'll give you all of this. And how crazy is that? Jesus is like, you'll give me all of this, but it was mine already because everything that was spoken and was made was made through me. Oh, I'm going to leave that a lamb. So this is why you want to have that the discipline of faith, discipline of fullness. And that's why meditation is really important to when you call fullness. Who are you meditating to? Who what are you doing in the spiritual realm? The spiritual realm is not evil or bad. I mean, good or bad. The spiritual realm is a spiritual realm. The spiritual realm, once you tap into it, that's why God says, you, you will know me, my sheep will know me by the sound of my voice. When you get into the spiritual realm, you better know who the real God is. Listen, because a lot of things in the spiritual realm that you don't understand that people tap into and they don't understand. Listen, that, that power is a drug. 
and, and fame and glory are drugs too, man. It's like crack. And, and listen, if you're not grounded and if you don't have a discipline to be able to handle it, it will rule you. That's why you want to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. Because even coming out of this Global Valley experience, there are going to be the next billionaires, millionaires. There's going to be the next uh, great actors, actresses, songwriters, CEOs, men, women. But listen, there's going to be the next great. The next is coming out of all of this because coming out of this Valley experience, you better be ready to go to the next level and you better have certain disciplines in place that is why we're going over this listen every storm every storm has an end and we are coming to the end of this storm even though i have my opinion about this storm even though it was a man-made storm and God was in the middle of this storm with us, like Jesus walking on water when the 12 disciples saw him walking. He was in the middle of the storm with us. But even in this storm, we're going to come out of this storm and we're going to be celebrating on the other side. Whether you're vaccinated or non-vaccinated, we all go be celebrating. It don't matter. So you better be ready for the next level of what's coming. Some people are going to get left behind. It is because they didn't do nothing all this time but hide. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hide and do nothing. Just scared. When they could have been uh, building their life, they could be building a relationship with God during this time. They could have been planning what their next steps are. They could have been moving in their next steps right now. And then now when everything opens back up, they can hit the ground running, but they didn't do it. They still living in fear. And listen, it's okay to be afraid, but we don't live in fear. Always remember, fear it governs your life. You can't move. It paralyzes you. You can be afraid. It's okay. Even Jesus said, do not be afraid. It is I. So he acknowledges that it's okay to be afraid, but don't live in fear. That was free. Don't get mad at me. <laughs> so what is fullness not is the seeking of some supernatural work. And I'm putting up my air bunny quotes right now as a guide and motivation when we are already complete in Jesus, nor is it about signs and wonders. Although miracles are great and are for today, they are merely signs pointing to the real work, which is Christ transforming presence, not the work in and of itself. What happens when we do not part practice this discipline you know what i'm glad y'all asked <laughs> we will seek the opposite which is seeking to only see things from our perspective and reality and thus ignoring our lord and what he has for us this means we will not fully trust in jesus and we will lead our lives as we see fit this choice leads to dysfunction and strife, self-pity, bitterness and anger, resentment and disillusionment. Ain't nothing worse than somebody disillusioned. My God, have anybody out there who's willing to be honest, have you really ever thought about yourself more than you really are at any point in your life? Okay, I'm gonna leave that alone. So everybody, if y'all was looking at me right now, somebody just turned their head. I'm not even looking at you right now because I'm glad I can't see you because I don't want to look at you and you think I'm talking about you. Have you ever, listen, I'm just telling you, I have. I'll be honest with you. I've done that as well. That's why you got to remain humble. That's why any accolades that you get, any successes that you have, all that kind of stuff, don't, all, don't think it was you. That's why there's no thing as a self-made millionaire. I know we, we want all the glory. You were self-made, right? Nobody had to buy your product. Nobody had to listen to you some way, shape, or form. No, you just did it all by yourself, huh? You just self-made it. Stop it. Stop it. 
anybody to say is they are self-made millionaire leave do not listen to them at all at all <laughs> okay but y'all still gonna listen to them anyway but it's okay here's another question why would anyone want that well it seems we all do when we live a life as we want and not as he has called us in ephesians 15 5 15 and 17 it says uh see then that you walk circumspectly not as fools but as wise redeeming the time because the days are evil you know these days are evil okay i'm gonna leave that alone therefore do not be unwise but understand what the will of the lord is see we got to understand what the will of god is if you really want to live your life to the full listen it's not all about the money oh god the power the glory it's not all about that it's about being really right standing with god do you want your life to the full that's why a lot of people um uh they have all the money in the world but they have a big hole in their soul because they're trying to fill it with things and stuff. Listen, I don't care how much money you have. There's only so many cars you can have. There's only so many houses you can live in, y'all. I mean, come on, man. You know, uh, I, I told you guys in one uh, conversation we had, and this is the sad part because this is true. And then I had uh, uh, a friend of mine who is a doctor from EIMIT. Dr. Kelvin Frazier, and he posted it and he put it on his Instagram. He did a survey just to fact check me. There was a, a psychological study done. Would you rather be uh, famous? Would you rather be uh, famous and broke? Or, what, or would you rather be uh, rich and nobody know it? Do you know 85% of the people said, I would rather be famous and broke than rich and nobody know it? That glory, that fame. And that's a sad state of affairs because we have that on right now. We want to be seen. We want people to know that is us. Listen, I'm not saying that we don't need to encourage and acknowledge people, stuff like that. God is always going to acknowledge you. But wouldn't you rather God elevate you and acknowledge you and make you a public spectacle to a world in a good way, in his way, versus man trying to do it? Because, you know, the crowd is fickle. Oh, boy, you know, I live in L.A. I've been born and raised in L.A. all my life. This is Hollywood, Hollywood. This is Tinseltown. I know a lot of entertainers, actors, actresses. I know them all, a lot of them. And if I don't know them personally, I have access to them. I'm telling you, this crowd is fickle when it comes to fame and glory. And what happens is they'll be screaming your name one day and then crucify you the next. They did that to Jesus. One day they were saying, Hosanna, Lord, save us. And the next day they said, crucify him. And the same way happens in our world today. That's why you want God to elevate you. That's why you want to be right standing with God. That's why you want him to have give you that life where you live it to the full. That's why you want to meditate on him day and night that's why you want to live in that fullness in him oh boy do y'all still love me i hope so just somebody just hashtag i, I still love pastor wade that real pastor wade way to spell w-i-d on facebook instagram or twitter just let me know just holler at your boy let me know listen i know it says pastor wade but listen i'm still a guy from just south central los angeles still trying to get it right like everybody else i know we got the bishops of the tutus and bishop on the bishop and all that kind of stuff and 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 that's cool and all but listen all and whether men or women or god they still from wherever they from they still products of their environment the god is still working on them each and every day too so listen don't let anybody fool you like they We've all achieved it. We have it. Oh, boy. Am I going to get kicked out of the...
is there a pastoral <laughs> club or something? I gonna get kicked out for saying that because it's true. Oh, oh boy, I'm gonna leave that alone. Next, when we get it and understand and practice the discipline of fullness, we will get ourselves properly lined up with God and his will and a whole new world opens up to us. We will build the right character, maturity, mindset. We will seek to serve Christ and not to see the world, the church and our families as servants to cater to us. Oh boy, watch this. Rather that we are servants of Jesus collectively, working together for a greater goal and purpose that is beyond us and glorifying to him. Then his plan starts to become clear as we become more comfortable and are more able to make the right choices in our lives and can lead a life with a purpose and reason filled with his joy and doing his call and while positively impacting others around us with good character and his fruit, y'all. Listen, think about this. The steps you need to take to put fullness into action in a specific instance. For example, how can you use this discipline of fullness to improve your, come on y'all, work with me now, confidence, leadership, abilities, uh, parenting, spiritual life, your relationships with Jesus, your relationships with others. How about that? We serve God who transcends us and all that can we can ever know or pursue. So what can we do to realize and apply more of the reality that he is bigger and better than us and bigger and better than anything? What will this mean in our daily life? That's another question. How can you trust in your Lord to lead you, fill you, and use you in whatever situation you may encounter? In so doing, you would live your life as you are complete in Jesus alone so you can better display his character and call. Understand this as disciples of Christ. We are deeply loved by God. As a result, we are filled with fullness of God. However, this does not mean we are a divine or little gods. Oh boy, do I need to stop right there? I need to stop right there. Let me say that again, y'all. As disciples of Christ, we are deeply loved by God. As a result, we are filled with the fullness of God. However, this does not mean we are divine or little gods. It means that we are indwelt by Jesus and the Holy Spirit. Fullness equals knowing who you are in Jesus and what he did for you on the cross. This is paramount because everything you do as a disciple of Christ is a response to what he has first done in you, y'all. Come on now with this knowledge. You will have the proper attitude and discernment to make correct decisions based on God's will. With this knowledge, you will ask the right questions and look for fullness, not merely fulfillment in life. The difference is, now watch this, is that fullness is seeking Jesus as Lord. Fulfillment is seeking someone or something to meet your needs and wishes or seeking to fill your own desires, agendas, and lust. Good God Almighty. Fulfillment is seeking what we want, and that often is not the best for us. It is filling our emptiness with the wrong filler. It is much like putting gasoline in a diesel fuel truck. It is fuel, but it will not work and will even damage the engine. These passages testify to such as this. Sin, all right, y'all, and the desires of your own lust 
can and will consume us, taking us far away from God and his goodness. So this pursuit of fulfillment or fullness will end up bringing us nothing but emptiness, the very thing we are trying to avoid. Sin will dig into us, causing our thinking to be skewed and our decisions flawed. Listen, y'all, listen. That's a lot right there. Listen, let's stop trying to fulfill, like I just told you earlier, with things and, and stuff. Listen, let's make it bigger than that. Let's walk in purpose. Let's walk in destiny. Let God elevate you. Let God fill that empty hole of, of emptiness or loneliness. You know, after the crowd screams your name, are you still okay? Oh boy. I'm just asking for a friend. You know, when you're not being recognized for all your hard work or all your service, are you still going to do it anyway? That fullness will complete you that God can give you, not what people can give you, not what man can give you. Oh boy, I'm in trouble. Fullness is the feeling we have. It is like we are Twinkies. Y'all know, everybody that's listening to this, one way, shape, or form, they had a Twinkie or seen one. And he is the feeling. Twinkies is that yellow sponge cake with a creamy frosting feeling are not much without the feeling. It's just cake. But everybody wanna bite into that Twinkie to get to that center. It is the realization that we are missing our feeling and we are indeed poor in spirit. Being poor may conjure up ideas of physical and social poverty. That's not the truth. It actually means being totally dependent on God and realizing our sinfulness. Listen, hey, y'all, I don't care who's listening right now. We are all sinful. I don't care how long you've been walking with God, whether you're walking with God or not, not walking with God. We're all sinners without question. No matter how long you've been walking with God, listen, just come to that fact. Now, what happens is when you come into uh, the body of Christ or when you accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior, what happens is now you work on your salvation. Oh, boy. And that's a whole nother subject. But let's just get that straight. There's nobody on this planet that has attained it. Oh, oh boy. It, <laughs> I'm in trouble. We are saved by grace and mercy of God alone. Poor in spirit applies to our daily lives as we strive to be humble and surrendered where we do not look to ourselves, but to God. It is having a Jesus-centered drive rather than a self-centered drive to life and relationship. It is the quote-unquote letting go and letting God concept. So, come on, y'all. We are able to see through our poverty and discover that it's much better to be in Jesus and his fullness than to be in ourselves. It is letting go of our ways to surrender to his way. In the earlier Matthew passages are the words blessed or happy, which mean we are fortunate to realize who we are in Jesus. We are overjoyed because of what Jesus has done for us. And this gives us our fullness. He is our fullness. We rejoice because we are part of the kingdom. See how this all fits together. Y'all come on, y'all work with me. The cure. You know, we all looking for a cure these days. The cure for physical and spiritual poverty is the realization of what really is important and who we are in Jesus. How do I know I am filled? And I'm glad you asked. Humbleness is the fruit that shows fullness has taken hold in our lives. Woo, good God almighty, ladies and gentlemen, I pray 
you enjoyed our time together as much as I did. Thank you for tuning in to episode 11, Disciplines of Faith. I thank you for all your support and responses. New episodes will release every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, or 8 a.m. I'm sorry, y'all. Look, sometimes I don't even know it. 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Please remember to subscribe and don't just listen to these episodes just once. Get them ingrained in your spirit. Remember, you can't exercise faith without discipline. Also, for anything to become a habit, psychologically take 60 to 90 days, 66 to be exact. Remember, in all thy getting, get understanding and then practice implementing what you have learned. Remember, discipline is the key to discipleship. A special thanks to my man KC, Kevin Clayton at IM Music Group for producing this show. Erica Duff for the artwork. She's really amazing, y'all. She makes sure I'm hooked up, man. And she works with KC at IM Music Group. Man, I'm telling you, if you want to do a podcast and you should do a podcast, if, you, if God's leading you to say something, you got something to say, listen. Go to I Am Music Group. I'm telling you, they're going to hook you up. Those are my peoples over there. Also, the Floor Therapy Morning Show with Coco B and Frank Nitty on the Uncommon Gospel Radio Network. Alex Teamer, a.k.a. 18 for the baseline. Pastor Warren Campbell, that is my pastor. And Lena Bird-Miles for This Is The Day intro. She has a new album dropping soon. A shout-out to Shannon Jackson, Shay J Entertainment, and the Holy Ghostbusters Mobile Ministry. A shout-out to my man, Julian Payne, at the NoHo Podcast Show. And also the house of NoHo. He's a celebrity barber. Y'all, man, if you are in the greater Los Angeles area, I'm telling you, he keeps you fresh. Look him up on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, House of NoHo. Also, remember to subscribe on This Is Today on whatever podcast platform you use. You can also follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Real Pastor Wade. And Wade is spelled W-A-I-D. And remember to post any subject titles you like discuss on This Is Day Facebook page or feedback on your Instagram stories on what you thought about the conversation. Always remember, God believes in you, and so do I. Till next time, this is the day. This is always the day for breakthrough, victory, redemption. Thank you for tuning in. Remember to subscribe to This is the Day with Pastor Wade on any podcast platform that you use. You can interact with Pastor Wade with questions, comments, or subject titles you would like discussed. You can follow Pastor Wade at Real Pastor Wade, that is Real Pastor W-A-I-D, on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 